the 54th ANC National Elective Conference. Everything you need to know. This is Eyewitness News. Hello, I'm EWN political reporter Clement Mangatella, and this is The Showdown. It's a podcast that will give you all you need to know as we lead up to the ANC's elective conference. So, in the run-up to this crucial gathering of the ANC, Eyewitness News is taking a close look at the possible scenarios that may play out at and after the conference. Previously, we looked at the possible presidency of Cyril Ramaphosa. And this time, we zoom into Dr. Nkosazana Tlamini Zoom. And again, my colleague Stephen Krutos joins me to unpack this. Thank you so much, Stephen. Hello, Clement. So... Dr. Nkosazana Tlamini Zuma is the one that's closing the conference. How is the ANC looking like and what's happening with the alliance? So there are a few interesting developments. Nkosazana Tlamini Zuma gets announced as the victor. I think the first question is what happens to Cyril Ramaphosa. And I wouldn't be surprised if the people who back her um, would then call for him to be fired. So he would be recalled as president, as deputy leader of the country. And I think in a way, you almost start to see the split of the ANC happening right there. So the South African Communist Party probably has a conference by the end of January. And at that meeting, it probably agrees to go it alone. Kasatu probably supports, I think the person who opens and closes that conference is probably Sarah Ramaphosa. Mm. Pravin Gordon maybe gives another keynote. And, <laughs> and what you start to see is the split of the ANC possibly happening really quite quickly at that moment. And what is that split looking like? I know the DA has previously said they are open to work with, quote-unquote, the good side of the ANC. They seem to suggest that there are people in the ANC that may split from the party at the selective conference. And I wonder if those good people include Ramaphosa. Yeah, I think they would. So this is interesting because on the face of it, if you look at someone like Ramaphosa and Musi Maimani, you think they never agree. Um, and so surely you would have a situation where the ANC or part of the ANC would never get into, a, into any kind of coalition or alliance with the Democratic Alliance. And I think that's largely true. But it's important to look at the interests and they represent the same interests. They represent similar constituencies, urban voters, middle class voters. Um, to a large extent, the DA has been getting more and more black middle class votes that, the, that you people used to vote for the ANC. Um, and so what you're seeing is a situation where their interests coincide. So I think it would be difficult to say that that would never happen. They're on the same health plan, right? Yeah. So, so I think it would be difficult to say it would never happen, even though it might take a little while for everyone to get there. The question, of course, then comes about how the, the scale of the victory of Glamini Zuma. Is it close? Is it disputed? Um, no one seems to be predicting the possibility of an overwhelming victory for her. Most people are predicting mm-hmm. maybe a small possibility of a 60% plus victory for Ramaphosa, small percentage chance, but no one's predicting it at all for Glamini Zuma. Um, so either way, you're probably looking at, a, at an ANC sort of split down the middle in some way if she wins. All right. I want you to take a listen to what Professor Mkabi Sintlachana has to say, a political analyst on the possibility, of course, of uh, Dr. Nkosa Lamini Zuma's presidency when it comes to President Jacob Zuma. Regardless of who wins, they are going to take uh, take him out um, because you can't, you can't have him there and still be a credible uh, competitor for 20, 2019 elections. You can't be talking corruption when your chief, uh, assuming that Nkosa does become president, uh, when she is reluctant, so she will have to come out and say nasty things or about JZ because JZ will pretty much be on on trial in 2018. Yeah, he will be on trial. So Stephen Ndlechana believes that 
regardless of who wins, President Jacob Zuma is going to be taken out of office. Do you think that's going to be the case? It's interesting. There's a really strong belief in this. Um, I can go a couple of ways on this. I think obviously if Ramaphosa wins, yes. Um, I don't see... Zuma as the resigning type. Mm. He's been asked to resign before by Mbeki when he was deputy president in 2005 and he refused. I've never seen him resign from anything. So I would be a little surprised. I realize the idea is that he knows that he's a liability to the party. I mean, Zuma knows that uh, his face, you know, um, still as head of state during the election campaign would be damaging. Mm. But I don't know if he would remove his hands from the levers of power. Nothing beats control of the National Prosecuting Authority by yourself. Nothing beats control of the energy ministry <clears throat> than by yourself, um, especially when there's still negotiations with the Russians to consider and all of those things. So, you know, in, Mo in Angola, just recently, we've seen the president change hands for the first time in, in many, many years. And even though the person was sort of anointed by the outgoing person, the new person's immediately started to change who's in charge of the intelligence services. Mm. Um, and so I don't know if Zuma goes, if Klamini Zuma um, takes over, although I do understand the theory that he will. All right, so it's after the ANC's elective conference, the ANC splits in whatever form. You still have President Jacob Zuma as the face of the campaign heading to the 2019 elections. What's the outcome of those elections? Well, now, now this is very complicated. I mean, the first thing you can say with, I think, a great deal of, of safety, if you like, or, or credibility is to say that in 2004, 2009, millions of people who had voted for the ANC continued to vote for the ANC. In the local elections last year and in 2014, we started to see people who had voted for the ANC of Tabo and Beki no longer voting or no longer voting for the ANC. They were voting for someone else. And that is surely because of Zuma. I do not see them coming back for Dlamini Zuma for various reasons. I think they'll see it as a continuation. You see that in her polling figures, which reflect his. Uh, she only gets 16% uh, support across the country. 16% mm. of people think she'd be a good leader for the ANC. That pretty much reflects his polling data. Um, so I think you see that people would, would, would sort of feel that it's a continuation of the same political unit, and so they would reject it. Um, of course, the question is made more complex because it is like possible that you'll shore up some of the vote in KwaZulu-Natal, whereas, you know, Ramaphosa would lose some votes in KwaZulu-Natal, perhaps, and he would gain votes in urban areas, but I think she would lose votes in urban areas. And this is really the problem the ANC faces. What you could say almost certainly is that Gauteng is gone, mm. and not just gone by, a fifth, by 49%, but gone, gone by 40%. And I think that really changes the game as well because that pushes the ANC into becoming a rural party very quickly. So in internal ANC debates, the urban parties, Western Cape, uh, Gauteng, wouldn't really be listened to. They'll be ignored. Um, I think people would feel that, that the 2019 elections are coming. So either we need to fight really hard or we need to take as much patronage as we can now. And everyone would make a different decision on that. But I think that would be very complicated. Let's take a look at the economy. But first, let's listen to Professor Sipo Siepe just explaining what the economy could look like under Dr. Nkosa Zuma's presidency. The uh, individuals in this country must be judged in their own merit. In the same way that the Mandela saw in her somebody good enough to be a minister, that the President Beatty saw in her somebody good enough to be a minister, that Halena Mutanke saw her in her to be a, a, a good enough to be a minister, that she is a person in her own right. And I do think that once there is a dialogue away from this uh, caricature, and character assassination that we have also seen by the media. I think uh, most of the people in business might say we can actually do business with these people. Remember, this is not any different from Mandela. 
when Mandela took over and when Becky took over, there was a time when people were saying, even when Mandela goes, and they were fierce. And those fears were unfounded. They were more prejudicial than based on facts. Tabun Becky came in, and they, they were actually surprised that it's also somebody can talk talk to. So I do think that the uh, uh, rating agencies, business people, would actually give a chance based on also on the outcome of a democratic process. And uh, what we should also be saying is that the South Africans, when we believe in democracy, it must also be where uh, we must also believe in it, even when it gives us an outcome that we may not have planned for. So what is it looking like, Stephen? I mean, Standard Bank actually recently did a report where they said Tamini Zuma's presidency would really spell trouble for the economy. I think that's probably right. Um, and I think their report was bang on the money. And I think they had every right to publish the report in the way they did or publish it to their clients. Um, so many people have been asked to make predictions for the economy if Tlamini Zuma wins. And I don't understand the ANC Women's League's problem with the bank writing a report about it. They have no case. Mm-hmm. They're just lashing the banks. I think big business would feel it's under threat. I think big business would feel, especially after what happened with the ABSA case and the public protector and advocate Busasiwa, Kobani, who still refuses to actually justify her findings and just steps back from them. I think you would see that um, business would probably feel it has to give resources to opposition parties, whoever they may be, and business would get more involved in politics. And if you look at the actions of Business Leadership SA and Business Unity South Africa, you're seeing that already. They're getting more involved in in the day-to-day politics and the political discussion. So I don't think um, business can sit by and do nothing in that case. It will feel it has to act. And it won't be a, as in, in the past where business will say, we gave this amount of money to this person or we did it, we're doing it very secretly. They'll actually say, we're this bank, we gave this much money to the DA and this much to the EFF, how much are you giving? They'll do it proudly because they believe that Lumini Zuma will not have the legitimacy that uh, it, with their consumers. And so they'll feel they'll be able to do it. So, Didi Mabuza, Ace Makashule, Natim Tetwa, Jesse Duarte, amongst the people that are on the slate, what do you make? Well, I mean, this is, I, I think what you would see is just a massive loss of support in urban areas mm-hmm. with that kind of slate. Uh, Mabuza has a very bad reputation. He's never been proven guilty or he's never been accused uh, in court of corruption, but I think everyone knows. Um, everyone has a view on that. There still adores him. Yeah, well, bits of his province. The South African <laughs> Communist Party in Mpumalanga doesn't. Yeah. Um, in fact, they called Mpumalanga the centre, the capital of, of corruption just two years ago. Um, so there's that. I think Ace Makhashule as a free state as a free state leader has not been good for the ANC and the free state in terms of being able to sort of deal with his enemies and and bring his opponents into his tent. And don't uh, forget what Figuil Mbaulila said about him. Yes, of course. He would destroy the ANC as Secretary-General. And I mean, for Fikile Mbalula to say that's quite an incredible statement. Um, so I, I think the ANC would find itself very in a very difficult battle electorally if that were to happen. All right. Thank you so much, Stephen Crotis.